podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the AVFC Stato Preview Show with the AVFC Stato Dale and myself, Dan Bardell. The show is sponsored by Luke Roper. If you want to get 20% off all Luke Roper's garms, then use the code TVV20 and you'll get 20% off all those garms. Not sure why I'm using the word garms. Dale, how are you? Yes, good, mate. All good. Good. Look forward to another game at the weekend. Yeah, good to see you. Good to chat to you as always. In case you missed it, we did do our normal match preview, myself and Dave Reid, a couple of hours ago. So after this video, go back and check that out after you've enjoyed all the stats that Dale's going to come up with for us. Chris Dolan in the comments saying, stop saying Garms, you're not cool. Can't all work in the fashion industry, mate. We don't all know what the terminology is. Dale, what's the first stat that we've got? As always, we're going to start with Aston Villa Football Club because this is an Aston Villa Football Club channel. Adam's wheeling up the stats right now, I'm sure. There we go. Unai Emery's Aston Villa team can become the first team in Premier League history to score in all 19 of games since the start of Emery's tenure. So I guess the wording of that is a bit ambiguous. But so in the, the first 19 games of any Premier League manager's tenure, Villa can be the first team to do that. So we've already equaled a record, essentially. Yeah, the record's been equaled, actually, which is good. No, yeah. we can be proud of that, I guess. That's our record um, work. Yeah, yeah. He's currently tied with Mike Walker from Norwich and Carlo Ancelotti for Chelsea on 18. And like you said, no Premier League team in history has ever scored in their first 19 games at the start of a new manager's tenure. Um, and I think if Emery and Villa do that on Saturday, you know, it's a massive achievement by both the manager sort of, and the team, I guess, considering the poor football uh, that we were playing before he arrived at the club. Yeah, any stats like this blow my mind because we I just never fancied us to score at the, at the start of the season. For Emery to come in and for us to have scored in every single game since he's arrived in the building is absolutely yeah, that's sensational. And he's you wouldn't bet against it happening again at the weekend because it happens every week. But he just seems to have extinguished so many of the, the these records, doesn't he? Any any yeah. bad record or anything that needs doing, he just seems to have done it so far, Unai Emery. Yeah, I mean, it's nice. I was saying before we come on that, like, as I started this account in lockdown, and and like since then it's been me f- and like finding pre-game stats has always been okay. Villa haven't scored in the last four games. Villa haven't won in the last five. You know, it's all been terrible. But now I've sort of reversed it, and I'm going, oh bloody yeah, Villa are undefeated in seven or eight, and I, I'm going back through and looking at the longest ones. It's actually nice. To be positive for once. I bet you're absolutely delighted when I came to you and asked you to do a show about all, all those stats because it was like that, wasn't it? I, I've followed you for years and everything that came up. I used to make used to make me laugh that there were so many horrendous records that we seemed capable of, of producing as a, as a football club. But Unai Emery so far, he's just breaking down all kinds of barriers as, as Aston Villa manager and long may it continue. Let's look at the second Villa stat now. Adam's ready this time. No, no flies on him now. Aston Villa have earned seven points from their three Premier League away games in London under Unai Emery. In the preview show with Dave Reid just, bef- just before this one, I did say actually the last time we went to London was the last time we didn't win. West Ham right. Is that right? West Ham? Yeah, is that the last is that last time we went to London? It's definitely the last time we didn't win, but is that the last time we went to London? I'm starting to doubt myself now. Uh so I was wondering uh, uh 
We've beaten Spurs and Chelsea in London. So Chelsea was the last one, I think. Yes, that was the last time we went to London. So that completely yeah. discount everything I said about that in the in the previous in the previous show. Dave Ray didn't correct me, but yeah, you're right. But yeah, the last okay, yeah. but still, the last time we didn't win a game was in was in London. I think that's actually yeah. what I said. Yeah, yeah, I think you did. I was watching the show. At that's the time. I did get it right then. So no need for Dave. Yeah, Ray yeah, yeah. no, no, it's all good. Um, yes, yeah, so to beat Spurs and Chelsea and drew with West Ham. Uh, so that's seven points from nine. Um, we'd only earned seven points in my previous 13 top flight games in the capital before uh, Unai Emery's arrival, uh, winning two, drawing one, and losing 10. Who was the last win in, in London before? Oh. Was it Palace? Palace uh, and Gerard's first away Pal- game? Yeah, the, was that the McGinn goal? The, yeah, uh, the curler. Yeah, the curler. Yeah, I think it might have been. I'll put it in the comments after the show if it wasn't or not. That's the one that leaps out to me. I was there and we didn't win many games away. It uh, felt a lot last season. We won it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That must have been. I bet you that. I bet you that was. But yeah, our record in London for a period was did feel pr- pretty poor. I know this because I used to go to all the London away games, and we never used to win. Especially no. if I was sat next to Chris Dole, and then there was just no chance of, of us winning. I was, I was at that Palace game. It was a rare, a rare victory when I when I when I traipsed into into London. That was, but. Yeah. I do fancy us this weekend. Brentford are falling away a little bit in recent in recent weeks. They're, they're very good at home, though, aren't they? I guess that's the issue this weekend. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a second. Okay, well, well let's come on. Let's come on to it. See whether Adam's using Windows ninety eight or the latest version. Yeah. Brentford have lost their last three Premier League games, as many as they had in their previous twenty one, because they were on a they were on a, a really really good run, weren't they? After they got pumped at Villa Park by us, they, they went on a, on a on a little run after that game under Aaron Danks. Yeah, it was weird because we were in eleventh place for a ball, right? And like for Fulham, a long time, Fulham, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea were all winning ahead of us every week, and we couldn't catch them. But now it seems like uh, like Fulham, Brentford, and Chelsea as well have all fallen off a bit. Um, so Chelsea have lost the way to Man United one nil. Uh, they lost at home against Newcastle 2-1, which I think they were very unlucky to do. And then away last time out against Wolves. Um, uh, the two games before that as well were draws. Uh, they drew to Leicester and Brighton, so they're winless in their last five, which I'm, which I'm not sure whether it's a good time to play them or not. Is it good that they're on a losing streak because they're, they'll be down? Or is it bad they're on a losing streak because they want to win? I'm not know. sure either, but I don't, you know what? At the moment, because we're so good, I don't really feel like it, it has a direct effect. I, I feel like it, it doesn't really matter. Mm. It, it, in some respects, my personal opinion is is that I think, from what I've read th- this week, I feel like there'll be a bit of a refocus f- from Brentford. They don't want their season to, to peter out because you know they're having a, they're having a great season. Their first ambition, as I said in the preview show, will always be let's stay up. Let's not get embroiled in any relegation nonsense. Let let's stay up. The next thing they want to do is is get top ten, which is probably a realistic a realistic target for for, for them. Now they want to make sure that they don't mm. fizzle out and finish finish bottom half. So I do think they'll be a they'll be a bit of a sharp refocus for Brentford. And in their last home game as well, they played very well in that first half. They did, yeah. Against, did. against Newcastle, Newcastle did well to turn that around in the second half. At home, generally, Brentford are very very strong. Rich yeah. T is asking if there's any potential individual records for this game. Like, Wait, so I don't know if there actually is or not, but let's wait. Let's wait till the end. Let's let's see what we go through. And, and any questions? 
ask them at the end, Rich Tears, any good person giving the presentation will tell you. I've lost where where, where we are now. Brentford are we, still. Are we, are we still our second Brentford stat to come. Here we go. I liked this one when it flashed up on the screen earlier before we came on. Brentford are winless in their last seven Premier League games played as a 3pm on a Saturday. First off, Stata, I can even be asked to find that information out. Yes, those ones are the, are the easiest like... ones to find. They're easy to find, them ones. Are they? Yeah, they're one, of the easy, they're one of the easy ones. Okay. Is that um, one you particularly look out for, the 3 p.m.s? No, it's not. No, it's not. But I looked at the last five and they lost them all, so, so they kept going back. Um, but yeah, no, those ones are the ones. Yeah, but the ones for Brentford are quite hard to find this, this time because they've... I don't know. I just couldn't find any Brentford stats. It was weird. I don't know. But um, uh, but they've won only two of their 15 Premier League games played at 3 p.m. on a Saturday, on a Saturday this season. That's surprising. Which, yeah, which is a lot of games considering how many times Villa played at that time on a Saturday. We only played nine times on a Saturday this season and Brentford have played 15. Um, they won two games at 3 o'clock all season because Brentford aren't a team that are on telly all the time. So you'd think they have um, a lot of 3 p.m. kickoffs. Yeah, only won two with the 15. Um, and on their current run, uh, the last seven, they were without a win. As, as so they drew with Arsenal, drew with Palace, lost to Everton, drew with Leicester, drew with Brighton, lost to Newcastle, and lost to Wolves last time out. That's a, that's interesting. And Villa have won the last four. I mean, the yeah. game on a Saturday. Oh, so. there, was a, there was a point when we were doing shows, and I think we were saying Villa haven't done this under three. That, three yeah, that was peak Saturday. Villa all the time, wasn't it? I mean, at one point, we hadn't had a home game at three o'clock up, in, up, yeah, until, yeah. up until recently. Now, now we've had a few. That's, that's interesting. It's very niche. That's what you do. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what you're here for, to, to be niche and come up with these things. Let's have our peak Villa stat then, which is coming becoming harder and harder to find through the week. But there we go. Aston Villa have not beat Brentford away from home in a league game since 1947. Now, I can't imagine... They've played each other that many times since 1947. We'll have to check in with Adam and see if he, re- see if he remembers those games. I'll tell you what. The, the one in 1947. I'll tell you what, man, I love the photo that he used for that clip. I didn't really look at it, however. It's unbelievable. Is that not, I mean, that looks like it's from the 1800s. Is that, a, <laughs> is that a 1947 photo? Adam, let us know in our private chat whether that is a is a genuine photo from 1947. It is. It is. Where on <laughs> earth has he, has he found that? Unbelievable. What? I mean, I'm presuming you're going to know this, Stato. How many times have they played Brentford away since 1947? This is what I was going to say. So I'm going to caveat this by saying we've only played, them, uh, so we've only played four league games against them away from home since then. Yeah. And three, and three were in the Championship and one was in the Premier League last season and we lost all four. I mean, I was at the three championship losses. I remember them all very, very well. The Premier League one was last it was that game when Trezeguet got shot at the end at the end of the game, wasn't it? That was that was Danny Ings scored a great goal though. Danny Ings did score a great goal and then that was all, that was it from Villa for the day. We we we'd done our work, we scored a nice goal, <laughs> played some attractive football for thirty seconds, and then that, that was that was us done. We decided to do nothing for the rest of the game and then contrived to lose the game. Right at, the, right at the end as well. But yeah, Trezeguet, that was, when, that was when there was a sniper in the crowd and Trezeguet was unfortunately taken out by yeah. by, by And we never saw him again either. That was, that, that was it for, for, for Trezeguet after, after that game at, at Brentford. Yeah, but... Yeah, the... we've, so we've only played him once at the new ground, haven't we? That was that, was that, that, was that one game. That was the last time. That was the only time we played at this ground. Yeah. The stat they always pull up when we play Everton is Neil Moore players never scored against Villa in the Premier League. And he's played us like a load of times. I can't remember how many the championship. 
we scored against Villa, didn't they, in the championship for Brentford twice, I think. In, I think it's once in 3 0, and then you scored in a 1 0 win as well, I think. I remember scoring a, a couple, you might have scored a couple at Villa Park as well in the 2 2 mm. draw. I, I could be wrong, yeah. I mean, Villa have had some bogey players. I mean, Ryan Woods for Brentford. I used to go to Brentford away, and Ryan Woods literally looked like the best midfielder in the world every mm. single time we, we played them. I mean, he was always a player I thought, Villa would sign a player like that, and now I think he's at Hull. Like his career didn't yeah. go in the direction I expected it to after he passed Villa off the park every single time mm-hmm. that, he, that, that he played against us. Yes, there's been some very unhappy days at, at Brentford away, but as ever with this Unai Emery team, things are very different now, and you hope that they'd be different on Saturday. Yeah, he's a curse breaker. He is a curse I've, breaker. I've started a thread on Twitter about all the curses that he's broken. So, so I'll be able to add to that uh, hopefully this weekend. Have you got any other little... Little pearls of wisdom. You can start putting some questions in the chat now for Stato and we'll we'll try and answer a few. I don't know why I'm saying we because I obviously won't answer anything, but yeah, put some questions. I can try and answer them. Yeah, yeah I've got we'll to go. Will, the royal way. I might actually I, sometimes I know things. Sometimes I, yeah, yeah. I might remember something. Unlikely I'll remember it over you, but I might remember it as as well as you. But is yeah. there any other any other little nuggets? You had some extra nuggets last week. I got three bonus ones for you this week, Dan. Oh, go on then. No quiz this and... week, by the way. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, as this one's a bit of an Ollie Watkins love fest because he's on such a run. Uh, so Ollie Watkins has scored 11 goals in his, last, in his last 12 Premier League games for Aston Villa with 14 overall this season, which is his joint best in a top flight campaign for Villa, which is also the same as he got in 2020-2021. The last Villa player to score 15-plus goals in the top flight season was Christian Meteke. Yeah. Who was the last English player to do it in the top flight for Aston Villa? Score 15 plus. League only. Top flight league. Uh, so we're not talking Premier League here then. No comment. English, not British. English. God. 15 plus. So we're talking pre Premier League. I mean, pfft. it was the year before the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, you're talking before I started watching football here, so it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult for me. I don't know how old you thought I were. I was when you were when you were compiling that. Uh, season before the Premier League, English striker. Didn't say it was a striker. Oh, oh I've got it. Oh, I've got it. David Platt. There you go. Yeah, you, you got 19 in 1990, That's ridiculous for a midfield, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, sensational. Uh, the second one, uh, so Ollie Watkins has scored a Premier League goal at 14 different Premier League away grounds. Um, a goal this weekend against Brighton will take his tally to 15. Brentford. Brighton on the mind. I'm making sure you're listening. Um, yeah, so if he scores this weekend, it will take his tally to 15, which will be the second most of any player in the competition's history behind Gabby, who has 23. Repeat that. I mean, because because you said Brighton, I got lost in that and I missed the, the start of it. Ollie Watkins has scored a Premier League goal of fourteen different Premier League away grounds with a goal against Brentford uh, this weekend. It was it would take his tally to fifteen, the second most of any Aston Villa player in the competition's history behind Gabby with twenty three. Gabby did twenty three in his entire time. Yeah, not bad. I do feel like he always popped up with goals in the away games. Gabby a lot of important goals in big. Away games, think of the Blues games and, and Old Trafford and Arsenal. Uh, yes, yeah, so, um, as I got a list here of like of like total Villa goals of all time, um, at home and then away. Uh, 
as Gabby got 40 away goals for Aston Villa. And the next one is Dwight York with 23. So Gabby got more away goals than home goals for Villa then, if my maths is correct. Yes, by six. Interesting. Yes. And then the last one, uh, uh, Ollie Watkins needs three more Premier League goals this season away from home to break Aston Villa's record of away goals in a single season in the competition's history. Uh, So he has seven currently away from home this season. And the t- uh, do you want to do a quick quiz? Yeah, why not? Who has the most in a single season away from home? And a bonus point for the season. I would say... I'd say it has to be Dwight York. Which season? There's certain, certain patterns with these quizzes. And these, yeah, the answer is usually <laughs> Brian Little, John Gregory, Dwight York, or Christian <laughs> It's so true. Are, it's so true. They are the, they are the Just general, say one of them and you get it right. They're yeah. the general answers that, that you can go for. Which season? Away goals. It's our three, isn't it? But I will go. I'll go 96, 97. One year out, 97, 98. Um, Christian Medeke got uh, um, eight in 2012, 2013, and Dean Saunders got eight in 1994, 1995, and Watkins is currently on seven. Good. I mean, if you get double figures, I mean, you'd to get that at the moment on his current form, wouldn't you? You'd you'd back him to get double figures away away from how many away games is yeah. the left three or four? Yeah, uh, he's also tied with Anwar Al Ghazi, who got seven in 2020, 2021. The lockdown Many of them were penalties. I'm going to uh, yes, going to imagine. Yeah, um, not been not really been any questions come through from what I can what I can see. And there's one there that you're actually absolutely not going to have. What's that? The uh... something that we already covered at the start of the show. I'm not yeah. sure whether John came in late to the show, but go back go back to the start, John, and you'll you'll hear the answer to your to your question. And what's the one about the newly born kids one? I mean, there's absolutely no chance you can come if you come up with anything for that. Well, no so chance. Thinking, no, chance no, 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 no. So, so I was thinking about this, right? Uh, so this is Ollie Watkins' second kid. Yep. Right. He scored away at Liverpool in lockdown season. And when he scored, he put the ball under his stomach as yeah. like a baby thing. Now, I don't know the date of his birth of, the, of his first kid, but it could have been around that time. Could that not have been when she was pregnant? Well, I suppose it could have been. Could have been. Uh, it would make potentially. I think that maybe was when she was um, when she when she was when she was pregnant. I think because yeah. didn't he say about having a lack of sl- lack of sleep? And at the same time, at that time as well, there was the goals dried up a little bit for him. And at that point, he was he was scoring on a decent streak of of, of scoring goals. I bet no father, any father and sons ever ever scored for Villa. Has that ever, has that ever happened? A father and then a son? I bet it hasn't. Brothers, yeah, but I don't think father and son. There could be a father and son in the in the near future because Stefan Moore's son, Kobe yes, Moore. Yes, Kobe Moore, yeah. He's yeah. Playing, he plays for the under 20, 21s. Doesn't he? So there's a, there's a chance there's a chance that could happen. That would be an interesting one because there's obviously been there has been some father sons combinations in football that have scored and in the Premier League as well because that really makes me feel old when I see a player whose dad I remember watching. Oh, for sure, in, yeah. In, in the Premier League, but Villa, I don't think that's happened for Villa, so that could be one to one to keep an keep an eye on. John Steele says, "Are all these kids on to the academy?" Yet? And if not, why not? Mm-hmm. I can't think if there's any other uh, any other. Um, 
Villa players, kids knocking around in the in in the academy teams. I know the Ramseys have got another brother who's who's coming through as well, but fathers and sons. Is Martinez's son not in the academy? Like a really young age. I think he goes tra- training there, possibly yeah. from from what I've seen on social media. But I found Petrov's kid was a keeper. He was at the mm. academy for a little bit. I don't I don't know whether he's whether he's still there. Interesting one. I want to keep an eye on, but if you were going to, if you were betting, man, Kobe Moore would be the current favourite. I think to to become the first father son combination to to score for Villa. So watch out for yeah. watch out for that one. Go on, yeah. put your hand up. You don't you don't score stuff. Miss, there. miss, miss. I got yeah, one yeah. more. Um, as a Villa, obviously won five in a row. Now they've never won six in a row in the Premier League ever. Yeah. Ever the last time they did it in the top flight was 1989, 1990 when they won seven in a row. Yeah, that's, that's six in a row is big in Premier League terms. Me and Greg were talking on 1874 on, on, on Tuesday and almost speculating at the moment we're on an eight game unbeaten run where we've won seven. You know, if we go to 10 unbeaten in the Premier League, bearing in mind we'll win minimum seven games if we do that. Yeah, that's almost. More spectacular than the ten game run in some ways, although the ten game run is sp- promoted. But we need to to have, to be unbeaten in ten in the Premier League is very very difficult. I'm not saying it's not as difficult in the Championship, but it's very difficult in the Premier League. Yeah, especially if you get to the at the Europa League. Similar vibes, isn't it? Similar it is, vibes. Yeah. Getting yeah. something that you didn't think was possible earlier on in the season that was a bit what happened with the ten game run because playoffs did not look possible. No, no, I can't remember me and Tom Julian doing podcasts just wanting the season to go to to end because we were just we're not going to go up. Let's just let's just end the season now. And then you know this at times you just thought there's absolutely no chance we're going to propel ourselves into the into the into the top six if we if mm. we do that. There are two unbelievable periods in the in the club's histories that will go down in in folklore. The ten in a row will always be remembered by Villa fans. And if we get into Europe this season, considering we gave everyone a massive head start. It, oh, would massive be, head start. It, it would be incredible and would be remembered for, forever. I mean, Marine Boy says we're going to win our last seven and make it 12 wins in a row. And everything Villa's got a, got a question for you, Stata. Didn't we go 10 unbeaten at the start of a season under Martin O'Neill? Got to say, that's not, not leaping out in my mind. Oh, give me a second. I mean, we definitely didn't do I, it in his first season. At the start of a season, uh, we might have got 10 unbeaten at one point, but I think there was a lot yeah. of draws in that. But oh, I yeah. Think, I don't think we started the oh. season. Oh, well, we've definitely gone uh, uh, 10 unbeaten before, for sure. We did There's it a lot under draws in there, though. Yeah, well, I mean, we did it under uh, Ron Atkinson in 1992. We've uh, done it under Gregory. We've done it under Brian Little. No, that's John Gregory. We, uh, we went 14 games. And beating under John Gregory in 1992. So, yeah, there's loads of times, there's loads of times we've gone 10 and beaten. Yeah, but he's saying start of a season, but I don't think we did that under Martin O'Neill, if I'm being, if I'm being uh, honest. My memory doesn't, rem- doesn't remember that. Uh, at the start of the 2006 season, we went 9 and beaten. Close. Oh, that was his first season then? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a, lot, a lot of draws in, the, in there as One, well. One, two, three. Yeah, five draws. I say he's a Melbourne scored at the Emirates on the first day. You testing me out there? I, I think it is. If it's his, O'Neill's first season was two thousand and six. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So nine, nine, and then oh. there was this one, which is yeah, it's not. That's not the start of the season. We went thirteen under Martin O'Neill in two thousand and eight, and beat him. But they went, but again, there's one, two, three. There's only four draws in that. So nine wins, four draws. 
That's a pretty decent spell. Interesting. Yeah, man. You forget that we have had some decent spells at times just because the last decade has been so miserable. You, all that stuff just feels so long ago now. Mm-hmm. But we have had some we have had some good teams in the past, but this team at the moment's right up there. I'm absolutely loving their work, loving everything that, that they're doing. Let's call it a night then, Dale. Thanks ever so much for all the stats you've provided. Do keep an eye on Dale's Twitter in the lead up to the game, AVFC stats. So I'm sure there'll be more pearls of wisdom before Brentford on Saturday. Go back and check out the match preview with Dave Reid that I did earlier on a few hours ago. Go and check that out if you haven't watched that yet. Also, 1874 has got a lot of relevant information in it as well. Myself and Greg. Greg gives us a little bit of an insight into Villa's summer transfer plan, so go back and check that out as well if you want to. Subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff wherever you're getting your Villa View fix at the moment, please. Again, I'll say I didn't realise, one, how many people were watching across all the platforms slash listening, and also I didn't realise how important liking a video was, so I'm starting to say it now at the end of, of every video, so please give the video a like. Are you, are you doing a watch-along on your channel, Dale, on, on Saturday? I'll be here. Watch yep. along. Excellent. So, yeah, go yep. to that. What you I presume your YouTube channel is called AVFC Stata. You presume correct. Yep. I'll be there. Yeah. Um, just as I said it, someone asked asked in the com- in the comments. So, I think obviously oh, yeah. everything Villa is, is watching your, your watch alongs. Yeah, on the, he comes along. On mm-hmm. your channel. Lovely stuff, Dale. Bringing the community together. Indeed. Let's go. There'll be a post match point uh, Sunday night, I suspect. So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. Thanks ever so much for joining, even you, Chris Dolan. Take care. Up the villa. Up the villa. Sports Social Podcast Network.